At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Hillary, and this episode is going to be a little different from usual. You may have heard the news by now. I've been hosting this show for seven years, and I'm ready to pass the mic to someone new. Her name is Andrea Salenzi. She is super cool, and you are going to love her. Now, I know there are all kinds of questions out there about why I'm making this change, and right now I'm going to do my best to explain why I'm doing it. I mean, there are a few reasons. One, I want to rebalance my life a little bit. Hosting a weekly show is validating and exhilarating, and also it never stops. Sasha's turning eight next month, and I'm starting to realize that she and I are kind of in the shortest part of our own longest, shortest time. The second thing is, I get to do something new with this show that I love. I'm going to be editing this show. And you guys, editing is one of my very favorite things to do, especially with talented people like our new host. Which brings me to why I am so excited about this. I've got all sorts of ideas rattling around in my brain about how to expand the Longest Shortest universe. Before I started The Longest Shortest Time, I wrote and illustrated three young adult novels. And this change is going to give me the space to do things like make books again. I've got ideas, too, about community engagement and and fun events for all of you. And we're going to have the chance to do all kinds of cool new things with the podcast you're listening to right now. Today, I'm thrilled to introduce you to Andrea, our new host, and we're going to get to know her with help from some important people in my life. Okay, test, test. Meet Andrea Salenzi. Hey, Hillary. Or do I call you boss now? Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to insist on boss. Really? No. (laughs) You guys, you already know Andrea from episode 119. It was one of our most popular episodes ever. Andrea, remind them what that episode was about. Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, that's the episode where I told you all about a really upsetting breakup in my life. I opened up about my earnest desires to become a mom someday. And I gathered a panel of single guys who want to become dads. And when they talked about things like how they want to get their kids braces someday, we played uh, porn music underneath. <laughs> when when guys talk like that, it, it sounds like porn to you. 
yeah, it, it's just where I'm at now. <laughs> well, um, for the last year, um, I've been editing you on your fantastic dating podcast, YOY, and it's just been such a blast working with you. What else do you think people need to know about you? I don't know about need to know, but uh, I'm five foot two. I'm a Pisces dog owner. I'm on every single dating app that was ever created. Uh, I'm from the Midwest, and I'm pretty sure I have the identical shoe size as you, Hillary. What size are you? Six and a half. I'm a six. A little smaller. You're going to have to squeeze. Okay, cool. I have very small, but also very big shoes to fill at the same time. (laughs) I guess so. Um, Andrea, another thing about you is you're not a mom. Right. And that fact is a huge part of my world right now. Uh, I'm about to turn 33 and, you know, I'm I'm ready. Uh, I just don't have this long-term partner that people traditionally have before they make a move towards starting a family. At this point, I don't like having my whole plan hinge on finding that person. So I've started signing up for adoption newsletters. I'm reading single mother by choice manifestos online. And uh, this is the year that I've asked my family for their support. However, this is going to go down in the coming years. So I'm pretty obsessed with the kid beat right now. And that's why I thought you would be perfect for this role. You know, like, what makes great radio is high stakes. <laughs> and lady, you've got some high stakes here. Like, you've got skin in the game when it comes to family. And the thing that makes Longest Shorts Time so special is that this is not an advice show. This is a storytelling show. Yeah, and I'm so excited to add your story to the mix. Like, part of what you're going to be doing here is sharing your story, like your your path to motherhood. Right, but we're going to mix that in with all the standard longest, shortest time fare. You know, I'll be interviewing writers and comedians. We're going to still source a lot of incredible stories from our listeners that come in through the longest, shortest inbox. So all in all, it's going to sound like the same show, and you're still going to be running it. Yeah, I'm not going away. Um, I'm going to be editing you, Andrea. And you know what's so cool, you guys, about Andrea is that she is a risk taker. And I think that that's one of the things that people have come to love about The Longest Shortest Time is that we try new things all the time. You know, like (laughs) I started this entire show based on a vaginal injury. Like whoever would have thought that that would turn into a podcast with mass appeal. I I confronted the most famous midwife in the world, Ina Mae Gaskin, and, and it turned into her wanting to revise her book. So, you know, the longest, shortest time is known for risk-taking, but Andrea, so are you. Like on YOY, you, you did stuff like um, you recorded yourself on blind dates. I'll never forget listening to the episode where you recorded yourself trying to get an IUD put in. And didn't you like hide a recorder in your purse or something? I did. <laughs> uh, my listeners got to hear me in a lot of pain. That was an intense listen. Um, and, you know... That's just evidence that you are so willing to be vulnerable on tape. And I love that about you. Right. And we get to do this together now. And I'm also just selfishly excited to be on the phone with you more. Yes. And one of my favorite parts of our phone calls is that you're the kind of friend who tells me what it's really like to be raising an almost eight-year-old. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like you'll tell me the stories that I probably shouldn't listen to over lunch. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... I'm so obsessed with those stories that I have an idea for a new reoccurring segment. Oh, yeah? What's up with Hillary? What's up with Hillary? What's up? There's a jingle? (laughs) Yeah. uh, We called in a favor from Tristan from the Accidental Gay Parents series. 
That's him singing. <laughs> and our producer, Kristen Clark, threw in some background vocals. Tristan and Kristen. I know it rhymes. So what's up with Hillary? Yeah, okay. So we'll just get right to it. Um, My daughter, Sasha, just got through having a wart. <laughs> this wart, Andrea, it, it took over my life for a while. I swear to you, it started at the beginning of school and we just resolved it. It's January. <laughs> and we got like whatever that medicine is that you get at the drugstore that you like paint on to, to get the wart to go away, but it didn't work. It just kept growing. It became the size of a dime. No. Yeah. What color are we talking? Right. So black. <laughs> and the the but the stuff that you put on it turns the top white. And there was like um <laughs> this is so gross. Eventually, like there was a layer of of the like white medicine stuff. Okay. And Sasha started calling it the trash can lid. <laughs> Because you could, like, lift it up and look at the wart underneath. But she didn't want us to pull it off because that would hurt her. Um, Oh, no. So um, I took her to the dermatologist. And honestly, Andrea, (laughs) I thought the doctor was going to do the thing that doctors always do when you take your kid in for something really standard. And, like, you know, they send you home, basically. And they're like, oh, you silly, worrying parent. There's nothing wrong with your kid. They're going to get over this. So I really thought that's what the doctor was going to do, and I was prepared for that. Instead, the doctor goes, oh, this is a big wart. A big wart. She repeated it like that, and she gave me this look. Oh, Hillary. Almost like accusatory look of like, oh no, why did it take you so long to deal with this wart? Did you tell her and about your she, podcast? That gets me out of a lot of stuff. So she, like, had to cut the trash can lid off. And she had to put this stuff on that made the wart balloon up like a giant blister, which stuck around for two weeks. It was so horrible. Like, at dinner, Sasha was just crying and and going, like, I can feel it growing. Something's gone really wrong here. So... The way this ends is that Sasha was in her friend's bathroom one day, decided to rip <laughs> the remainder of the blister off, and the wart's gone. Hooray! But I got I got to admit something to you that's that's a little weird, which is that I kind of enjoyed a part of this. You know, like when uh-huh. we were at the doctor's office and she was cutting the piece of wart off. Um, I was holding Sasha's hand and she was looking into my eyes so lovingly and so scared. And I was just like, honey, you're going to be okay. I'm here. I'm here. And I have maybe never felt so maternal in my life. And it was like a warm, fuzzy feeling. (laughs) I hope my kid has a wart someday. That has been What's up with Hillary? What's up with Hillary? What's up? <laughs> Are you going to play that every single time? Oh yeah. Coming up, a terrible, horrible, no good, very wonderful idea. Stay with us. <laughs> Advertisement. 
Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. We're back. I'm Andrea Salenzi, your new host, and I'm with Hillary Frank, your old host. When Hillary and I first started talking about this episode, we had an idea that we loved. We thought it was brilliant. And then, the more we thought about it, we were like, oh no. Oh no, no, no. This is the worst idea. Hi, is this Andrea's mom? It is. Hillary interviewed my mom, and I interviewed her mom. Hi, is this Hillary's mom? This is Hillary's mom, Leona. We'll hear more from Hillary's mom in a bit. But first, the special circle of hell that is hearing your mom gush over you with your new boss. Okay, listeners, you are so lucky. Because my daughter, Andrea, is so gifted and so talented. My mom didn't know it, but I was sitting in the control room watching Hillary through the window to the studio. Hillary was giving me this look like, oh, you're going to hate this next question. Could you describe her in three words? Well, one has got to be beautiful. I did hate it. I'm going to ask you to replace beautiful just because you can't see that on a podcast. Okay. And I guess gorgeous won't work either. From the recording booth, I could feel myself transforming like a werewolf under a full moon into my inner teenager. Ugh. Mom, stop! Okay, here's a story that I will never forget. When Andrea was, you know, 30-some years ago, Cabbage Patch dolls were quite the rage. Mm, I remember them. They had a weird smell. I didn't like how they smelled. I think they came with names sewn onto their butts. Mm -hmm. Wow. Somehow, when Andrea was about two, she must have ended up with about five of them. But somehow, Andrea decided that she was parenting all five of these dolls. And somehow, she tied the five of them together, like with a jump rope or something. (laughs) So she would walk along, trailing her five little babies, like sort of bumping down the stairs with a jump rope. (laughs) She's going to be a great mother. Not good parenting. (laughs) (laughs) And she couldn't have been more than two and a half. (laughs) <laughs> she just complained to me that they just weren't cooperating. <laughs> and that was out of a two-and-a-half-year-old. Wow. Yeah, it's hard. You've got five of them. It was hilarious. <laughs> Abusive and precocious. 
I get it. They're joking. And none of this should have really bothered me except Hillary and my mom were hitting on a nerve that's especially raw for me. I've spent a lot of time wondering if I'm someone other people can see as a future mom. I remember one friend stopping in her tracks like, you? I didn't think you wanted that. Hearing my mom and Hillary laugh and laugh away, I wondered what they really thought. So you've been listening to Andrea's podcast, YOY, and she has talked a lot on that show about like her deep desire to become a mother. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's only something she's started talking about publicly or even realizing recently for herself. What do you think about Andrea wanting to become a mom? I'm kind of honored to hear that because it just reflects that that she knows that she has something to give to a child. Are you worried that she might wind up hosting this show and then not be a mom? No. No. So try to follow this logic. There's no guarantees in life. Things happen. I might have fertility issues. I might have six divorces between now and menopause. I might fall in love with a 70-year-old. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that she's going to get what she has set as her goal because she's reached her goals in life. One of the great things about having a supportive mom is having her believe in you, even when the things she believes are in some ways out of your control. So, Andrea, you like my interview with your mom? (laughs) I can't tell if you're beautiful or gorgeous. (laughs) It's just pure torture. (laughs) Welcome to your new gig. Well, I had fun talking to your mom. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Can we just have more of your mom, please? (laughs) No, this is the plan. All right, bring it. Well, she had lots of nice things to say about you. Here is one of my favorite stories she had to tell. I've got to tell you, when Hillary was in preschool, she was in a little program for two-year-olds. And when one of her teachers was playing outside with her in the park, he was throwing a ball. And Hillary really wasn't interested in running after the ball. And he would take her by the hand and run to the ball with her and say, look, we got it. It's not that she was doing nothing. She was processing, which is, gosh, how dumb were we? She was a writer. You know, she was observing. Say you, you're you're observing, you're processing, you're a writer? (laughs) I guess so. I mean, uh, (laughs) I remember them, like, everyone talking about how shy I was as a kid. And um, I think probably a bunch of people thought I was real dumb. But I think I really, I was just thinking about things a lot. This teacher recognized that she was observing and processing the way people moved, the way they spoke, interactions. I mean, she was just interested. Huh. 
I feel like that's a good mental image when people wonder what Hillary is going to be working on while I host, because I don't think she's just going to be sitting back with a margarita, you know, her feet up. <laughs> Let's let Kristen and Andrea take over. I think she's going to be doing stuff, you know. I think you're right. You know, I think that occasional margarita is um, <laughs> probably in her on her wish list. It's allowed. We can let her have some margaritas. It's allowed. Oh, God, now I want a margarita. (laughs) (laughs) Is that interpretation correct, that that we should just assume you're scheming and plotting what's next all the time? While drinking margaritas. Yeah. (laughs) There's another story she told me that I really love thinking about when I try to describe you to people. Uh Uh-oh. She mostly watched public television if she watched TV. And so there were no commercial ads. But occasionally, if she saw a commercial on the show that we were watching, she interpreted the ads as suggestions for what you could make. So if she saw an ad for a game, she looked at the parts of the game, and she decided, oh, I can make that. And she would make her own little games out of paper and cardboard. And one day, we had friends coming to visit. And they walked in, and in the family room was Hillary busy with paper and scissors. And they asked her, what are you making? And she said, I'm making shoes. And she was making a pair of shoes that she could wear. (laughs) I think these friends of ours never forgot that scene. They just couldn't comprehend. She was making shoes? (laughs) Okay, Making shoes. I was taking pieces of like typewriter paper that I was wrapping around my feet and taping. <laughs> That's how I was making shoes. I think like we're going along this trajectory of as I got older, I was still pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear this story though, uh, I think about Sasha. Mm. You are always telling me stories about. The game she'll make for herself, the letters she'll write, the tooth fairy. She's really crafty with paper and scissors. She's always keeping her hands busy. You know, I um, I sort of have this thing where if I'm not making something, I get really anxious and I almost start to feel like I don't exist. And um, I wonder if she has a similar thing. Tell some of the things that she's made recently. Okay, uh, she goes through phases of making things. She really likes right now making her own little cell phones, which she does by folding a piece of paper into eighths and then um, decorating each little eighth of the paper and the back to look like an app. And the thing that she's really into lately is making pockets for things. (laughs) So she, like, makes a whole little... um, folder where she takes pieces of paper and she tapes them on so that three sides of each little piece uh, have tape and then there's an opening at the top to be the top of the pocket and she labels what each pocket is for so it'll be like for things that are soft for things that are long for (laughs) used tissues for unused tissues for um, things that are useful for things that are special usually special is spelled (laughs) s-p-e-c-h-e-l Sasha, that's incorrect. (laughs) What's it like to see yourself in her sometimes? It's wild. You know, 
Um, my husband Jonathan and I always say she's nothing like us because we were both pretty quiet as kids and she's like very boisterous. Um, but sometimes I'm like, oh, that is me. Whoa. <laughs> How did I make a little person who is so me? Um, and I guess in this creation of stuff is where I really see it. Um, I have to tell you that I'm still a little upset about the cabbage patch story. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe there are two-year-olds who don't drag around their babies by a jump rope. You know, I'm a little insecure that being a good mom isn't going to come naturally to me. Uh, was being a good mom easy for you? No. No. It was so hard, Andrea. It's so, it's always so hard. I think it's gotten a little easier now that Sasha's a little older, but like things started getting better when she turned five, I think. And, and I've heard that this is like a sweet spot sort of between like six and 10 is supposed to be kind of a sweet spot. And, and I do feel that I'm in that right now. Well, I'm happy that your next step involves maybe having some more time in that sweet spot. Yeah. I hope someday her boss interviews you. You wish that on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, what are your What are three words you'd use to describe her? <laughs> um, loud, <laughs> funny, and great dancer. <laughs> I know someone who could make her some dancing shoes. <laughs> In a minute. My beautiful, gorgeous, loud, funny, amazing dancer has some advice for Andrea. Don't go away. Say advertisement. Advertisement. Good job. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. We're back. I'm Andrea Salenzi. And I'm Hillary Frank. So, so Andrea, um, recently you came over to my house and you walked in the door. And the first thing that happened is my daughter offered you some tea out of like a, a little thermos. Yeah. And like a good house guest, I accepted it. You're going to have to stop giving me a hard time about this. Because <laughs> I was like, 
like, oh my God, did you say yes to tea that a seven-year-old made? She has no idea. It would have been rude to say no. But you were like, oh yes, I want tea. And at this point with me, I'm like, what's in it? (laughs) What was in the tea? Crushed up candy canes, fresh raspberries, and some other stuff that contributed to the sludge at the bottom of my teacup. <laughs> Mystery ingredients. <laughs> so, so you know, she's like not the best tea maker, but she's super fun to hang out with. And um, the other day we were hanging out and she was like in a really good mood. And I whipped out my recorder and I decided to ask her if she had any questions for you. Would you rather eat your world's favorite food for 12 years and in every meal, every bite, and you can put it in every drink or have chicken pox or the flu for that many time? 12 years? <laughs> okay, yes, um... My least favorite food is probably vanilla pudding. Is that the only food what I get to eat? What is it about vanilla pudding? What is it about that? Is I don't it the know. texture? Yeah, I think it might be. It's the texture, also the just the blandness and unnecessary sweetness of it, and just the word pudding. Pudding. I need to find a boyfriend, and if I had chicken pox all over my body, I just feel like he couldn't love me. But a strict pudding diet, that could also get in the way of finding love. I don't know, man. I guess I have to eat vanilla pudding. This sucks. Well, get ready, because there are more would-you-rathers. Uh-oh. Would you rather eat a skunk <laughs> or poop in front of a thousand people? <laughs> oh, man. I love that laugh. You can tell she knows it's a good one. <laughs> It's a really good one. Do I get to cook the skunk? <laughs> Just answer the question. Would you rather eat a skunk or poop in front of a thousand people? I think I would rather eat a skunk. Like Pepe Le Pew, notorious sexual harasser. <laughs> Again, also, you're trying to get a boyfriend. Right. And if I add it to my profile, I've <laughs> I've tasted the blood of skunk. I mean, men love that in a woman. And I'm sure the smell would go away, you know, a few weeks later. But if I pooped in front of a thousand people, there would be a video online. <laughs> and I just can't have that right now. Um, okay, here's another question. How do you spell I cup? I cup. I cup? Don't think it through too much, Andrea. Just spell I cup. Um, it's E-Y-E-C-U-P. I cup, Mm-mm. where I store my contacts late at night. No. <laughs> okay, it's, it's lowercase i, capital C-U-P. It's a new Apple device that measures your water intake. <laughs> You're ruining the joke. <laughs> you have to say it without the capitalizing. Oh, is it I-C-C-U-P, which is what you say when you are hiccuping, but you can't no. get the H out? You're the first person hiccup, I've heard hiccup. not be able to do this. <laughs> Oh, it's I-C-U-P. Oh, Sasha. Inappropriate. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Okay. Andrea. Yes. Sasha has some advice for you. 
oh, in gosh. your new role? I need so much advice. I'm really grateful for this. Thank you, Sasha. Is there anything she needs to know in order to take over my job? You make little things on the computer where it goes blah, 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 blah. Oh, the lines blah, blah, that go up and down, the, uh, the sound waves. She needs to know how to do that. Yeah, she knows how to do that. Oh. Aye, aye, Sasha. I will do the ba 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 ba. Is that it? Is there anything she needs to know about, like, how to interview people or anything? Speak with a loud and clear voice. (laughs) That's really good advice. I'll tell her. (laughs) She was standing on a couch when she she kind of, like, made this big pronouncement. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there's more. Is there anything else she needs to know that was good advice? Just, um, don't, um, fart in the middle of a conversation. (laughs) Oh, what should she do? Sometimes you can't help it. What should she do if she does fart? Um, just make it really (laughs) quiet, like, instead of... (gasps) (laughs) But what if she accidentally lets one out? (laughs) Then what should she do? Should she pretend it didn't happen, or should she acknowledge it? No, she should say, um, sorry, that was just a fart. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I do. I just go, sorry, that was just a fart. (laughs) So, Andrea, I myself have a question for you. Where are you at with the mom stuff? Well, I'm more sure than ever that I want to be a mom. Uh, It's just the how I'm going to get there. So, you know, my grandma passed away a couple months ago. And we were incredibly close. Um, She was my best friend and my only family in the city. And I was combing through my Facebook wall the other night and... I actually found the post where I shared my longest, shortest time episode, and she was the first to comment, and she wasn't really great with her keyboard, so I think it was in all caps or some combination like that, and she just said, I can't wait for you to become a mom. You're going to be so good at this, and I hope I get to hold your uh, kid before I die, and she didn't get to know my kid, uh, and she will never get to know my kid. She doesn't get to say great-grandmother on her tombstone, which is weird. Um, And I just, I'm past having my whole plan rely on finding a long-term partner. So I've just been coming out to my friends and family as someone who might be a single mom someday. And it's weird how you slip that into conversation and seeing how people react. (laughs) How do they react? Well, a lot of people tell me, like, no, 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 don't say that, as if, like, the moment you start to talk openly about the possibility of becoming a single parent that you've given up on love or dating or things working out or you're just being overly pessimistic about this working out for you. And uh, then another camp will say, why aren't you doing this already? You know, if I I hear from a lot of parents, I wish I'd started when I was younger. Why are you going to wait until your mid to late 30s to try to figure this out? And especially families that have dealt with infertility, they start to look at me with a lot of concern. (laughs) So I I both feel like 
it's too soon for me to talk about becoming a single mom, but it's also too late for me to be talking about becoming a single mom. And it's just impossible to know the timing or have any sense of control over this right now. When's the perfect time to be talking about becoming a single mom? There's no perfect time. I feel like the sooner the better. You know, when I was bracing myself for a really serious breakup over the kids question, it was all I could talk about to everyone just because it helps me make decisions. And um, so I'm ready to start talking about this as much as I can to everyone around me. Well, Andrea, I'm going to be stepping into the editor role, but I'm also sort of stepping into an audience role here. I'm so excited to hear what you're going to bring to this show and... um, Sasha and I have one more thing to say to you. Okay, Dimple Lady. I'm not Dimple Lady. Can you can you join me in saying welcome, Andrea, to the longest shortest time? One. No, no, no. Thank you, Dimple Lady. Thank you, boss. (laughs) Okay, people, let's do this. It's a new year. We got a new host. We want to know your ideas about what you want us to cover in 2018. What stories do you want to hear? What series do you want to hear? Last year, we did Working Moms. What should we do now? Tell us at longestshortesttime.com in the comments for this episode. That's episode 148. Take us out, Andrea. This podcast is produced by me, Andrea Salenzi, with Kristen Clark. Our executive producer and editor is Hillary Frank. That's me. Our engineers are Pete Karam and Jared O'Connell. Our technical director is the Reverend John Delore. Do we have to call him the Reverend? Is he, though, really? He is a Reverend. Okay. Okay, noted. Okay. Our music is performed by hotmoms.gov and directed by Allison Layton Brown. Our new jingle is from Casey Holford, who luckily has been watching a lot of Frasier these days and got inspired. We get editorial support from Anne-Marie Baldonado, Antonia Acatunde, and Rekha Murthy. Hey, guys. And I just want to like give a special shout out to Peter Clowney, who has been my editor for many, many years and is still going to play a special role with the show. He's like my grand editor. You're a great editor. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on The Longest Shortest Time. I never thought I would say this in my life, but I'm like, honey, we put lube on the baby. (laughs) And like, not only lube, but like, it's like warming liquid. Don't miss the show. Subscribe to The Longest Shortest Time in Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or wherever you like. And as always, we want to hear anything surprising you have to tell us about your parents or your kids. And you guys... Last call. Weird parenting wins. We need yours now. We need ones especially about teenagers and older kids and how you manipulated your own parents. So do that right now before you forget at our website. Go to longestshortesttime.com, hit the participate tab and submit your story. Hi, everyone. This is Katie Couric here with a couple of announcements. First of all, my podcast with my co-host and friend Brian Goldsmith now drops weekly, as they say in the biz. That's right, weekly, everybody. New episodes come out every Thursday. I also want to tell you about a series of episodes we're doing called Wonder Women, which is really just an excuse to talk with one amazing woman after another. 
The first episode in the series is out now, a conversation with New York Times White House correspondent Maggie Haberman. Talk about some of the challenges in covering a president like this. I feel like I did when I had newborns. It's like a long day. You know, when you have a newborn and you sleep for two hours and you're up for three and then you... And so it's like, instead of the baby, it's your laptop, right? (laughs) So stay tuned for more conversations with all kinds of Wonder Women in the upcoming weeks. That's on our podcast titled Katie Couric. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.